Huge game on tap tonight as our Boston Bruins are in Florida to take on the undefeated Panthers. Going to give you all you need to know about tonight's game and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen of the day. We are available on all podcast platforms, uh, free on YouTube as well. So please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, If you could also give a thumbs up on uh, YouTube, throw up some comments as well, that would be very much appreciated. And uh, let's get those subscriber numbers up as well. That would be awesome. If you are on uh, Twitter, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. We're also on Instagram using the same handle. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. All right, like I said, a huge game tonight for the Boston Bruins as they take on the undefeated Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers are 6-0-0 to begin the season. They have a plus 15 goal differential, which is tops in the NHL. And they really have the look of a yeah legitimate Stanley Cup contender, if not favorite at this point. Uh, they are so deep up front and on the back end, and they're getting very good goaltending from Sergei Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight. Uh, Before we get into the Panthers side of things, a couple updates from practice on Tuesday. Curtis Lazar practiced in full, and he's likely to be available as early as tonight against the Florida Panthers. Uh, He has uh, been dealing with an elbow injury uh, that almost required surgery. It's an elbow subluxation or a pulled slipped elbow. Uh, I had him out for about the last month or so. Uh, he feels good to get back on the ice. And, um, you know, if it had required surgery, it uh, would have, yeah, taken him out for the whole season. So uh, it's good that he is back for sure. Uh, he said they were actually very close to that, very fortunate to have avoided it. Uh, that would have been, you're coming back around the playoffs, kind of more like a baseball injury. A lot of credit to the training staff helping him get back ahead of his timeline. They attacked it right away and it allowed him to get better each and every day with no setbacks. And he is very thankful. He, in the meantime, was able to spend some good time at home with his seven month old baby. Uh, You've seen him on Instagram. He was in the pool going out, which was really fun to see. Uh, He said he'd like to be out there, but to get Uh, His kid adjusted to realize what team he's cheering for is always good as well. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said he's optimistic that uh, Lazar could play tonight in Florida. 
Uh, he'll definitely be in tomorrow night against the Hurricanes if he's not able to go today. And that uh, kind of balances things out as Craig Smith is not traveling with the team uh, due to injury. Uh, he will, of course, miss at least the next two games. Could be back as early as uh, Saturday against the Panthers at home. Uh, but uh, they had to leave him off the plane uh, because he wasn't feeling that great uh, on Tuesday. Cassidy plans to take advantage of the opportunity to evaluate where the Bruins stand with two strong offensive opponents on deck, the Panthers and the Hurricanes, both of whom are undefeated, I should add. The Hurricanes are 5-0-0. Cassidy said, early in the year, it's tough to get a read. You look on the schedule, you have Buffalo, San Jose. Uh, They weren't very good the year before. No one's picking them. And they come in and they're both undefeated when the Bruins played them. So you just don't know with these teams that are undefeated. Carolina, they've seen every year. They're always right there. It'll be a good measuring stick for them. And, of course, the Panthers tonight will be a huge test for the Boston Bruins. You'd like to be full strength, but that's just the way it is. Smith is out. Felino's out. Bleed is out. Uh, thankfully, Lazar looks like he'll be able to play possibly tonight, perhaps tomorrow at the very latest. Uh, so it'll be good to get uh, sort of a full lineup back against these two top teams. Now, as far as how the lineup will shake out, uh, the top line, of course, will remain in place. On Tuesday in practice, uh, Cassidy had Taylor Hall skating with Thomas Nosick down the middle and then Charlie Coyle on the right. On the third line, it was DeBrusque, Hala, and Oscar Steen. And then on the fourth line, it was Frederick, Stadnika, and Kuhlman. I am of the opinion that if Jack Stadnika is on the roster, he should be put in a better position to, you know, uh, exploit his skill set. If you're going to move Charlie Coyle to the right side, it only makes sense to me that you would put Stadnika up on the second line instead of Nosek, who has been very effective in a fourth line role to begin this season. However, Bruce Cassidy is not of that opinion, apparently. Uh, He's a big Nosek fan. He's been effective on the second line. I'll give him credit there. But still, it it would make a lot of sense to me to flip those two guys, and maybe we'll see that adjustment here in the morning skate on Wednesday. But for the moment, Stanika remains on the fourth line, Nosek on the second line with Coyle flipped to right wing. Again, if you're going to make that move, to me, I would put, uh, Stanika on the second line uh, center, Coyle on the right side, Nosek back on the fourth line with uh, Kuhlman and Frederick. They've been a, a pretty good trio so far this season. And then again, if, if Curtis Lazar is able to play tonight, then perhaps we'll see um, you know Steen's the odd man out and Kuhlman bump to the third line, Lazar on the fourth line, something like that. But uh, keep an eye on the locked NHL Bruins Twitter account as I'll be sure to post any lineup updates up there as the day progresses. If you are a betting person, I want to let you know that bet online is back and better than ever. They have a new web interface for the start of uh, hockey, basketball. Uh, There's more props, odds, and lines than ever before. It's also your number one spot for the baseball playoffs, the World Series going on right now between the Braves and the Astros, as well as the NFL. 
Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Use promo code LOCKEDON for that 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline, where the game starts. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, so please do subscribe, whether you use Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Pocket Casts, also on YouTube as well. Please subscribe, uh, like the videos, drop a comment uh, there as well. And uh, yeah, thank you so much again for the support. Now, when it comes to the Florida Panthers side of things, like I said, they're a perfect 6-0-0 on the season. Uh, four wins at home, two wins away, 27 goals for, which leads the NHL. And they've only allowed 12 goals, which is uh, fifth most in the NHL. Uh, sorry, fifth fewest, I should say. And they have a goal differential of plus 15, which is the best in the league. And they haven't beaten, you know, weak opposition to this point either. Uh, they have played and won games against uh, the New York Islanders, who went to the conference finals last year, the defending Stanley Cup champion, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. They beat 4-1. They beat the Colorado Avalanche 4-1. They're expected to be, uh, you know, up there when it comes to cup contention. Uh, they've also beaten the Penguins, the uh, Flyers, as well as the Arizona Coyotes the other night. And uh, they'll now play the Bruins uh, tonight. And then as well on Saturday back in Boston with a game against the Detroit Red Wings on Friday in between there. So the game on Saturday, they'll be coming off uh, a back-to-back situation there. When it comes to their top players, uh, they have, uh, you know, so much talent both up front and on the back end. They're led in scoring by uh, Jonathan Huberto. He's got three goals and five assists so far. Uh, Sam Bennett, who was acquired from the Calgary Flames, has four goals, three assists. Uh, Alexander Barkov is the reigning Selkie Trophy winner, uh, and he continues his strong defensive play, and he's putting up numbers as well, averaging a point per game with two goals, four assists. Uh, Aaron Ekblad, who was injured last season and was unable to play in the playoffs, that certainly hindered their ability to match up well with the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's got six points as well, three goals, three assists. And then the list goes on. Anton Lundell, very talented rookie. Carter Verheg, who was a steal from the rival Lightning. Sam Reinhart, who was acquired from the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Anthony Duclair, Mackenzie Wieger, uh, Owen Tippett, Brendan Montour, Patrick Hornfist, uh, our old friend Frank Vetrano is on the board with one goal and two assists. Uh, these are all guys who are contributing and uh, making the Panthers into a very deep team uh, to deal with. They have a bunch of scores, and the key for them this season is the success of their goaltending. You know, Sergei Bobrovsky is in the midst of that uh, seven-year, $70 million contract. He has not been very good over the last couple of seasons, and in fact, he was replaced uh, by rookie Spencer Knight last year uh, in the playoffs. He posted a 906 save percentage in uh, 31 games last season, 
a 900 save percentage the year before in 50 games. Not what you expect from a guy who's being paid that much, but he has rebounded well this year and is playing at the level that the uh, Panthers expect, or maybe even higher than what they expect. Through four starts, he's got a record of 4-0-0 with a 942 save percentage. He's backed up by a very talented uh, rookie goaltender in Knight, a a first-round pick. Uh, He has posted a record of 2-0-0 with a 9.23 save percentage. So overall, they're getting 9.37 success rate in net, and that is certainly helping fuel their hot start as well. Not quite sure who will be getting the start for the Florida Panthers uh, here tonight, Uh, but like I said, they do play back-to-back Friday, Saturday. So chances are the Bruins will see uh, both over the course of these games with the Panthers, unless they go Bobrovsky, Knight, Bobrovsky. Uh, Perhaps they'll go, uh, you know, Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky, Knight. We'll have to see uh, how things shake out. But uh, yeah, the Bruins uh, will be going with Linus Allmark uh, tonight against the Florida Panthers. And then they'll go with Jeremy Swayman on Thursday in Raleigh to take on the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. And when it comes to Bruins' success in net so far, not quite as strong overall uh, team-wise, goaltending. Well, I mean, they've only played four games, obviously, but still, uh, you know, Jeremy Swayman uh, had that very rough game against the Philadelphia Flyers that really – took his numbers way down. He's got a 885 save percentage through those two starts, a record of one and one. Uh, Linus Allmark, two starts, two wins, and he's allowed four goals in those two starts uh, with a 935 save percentage. Uh, so I would expect it would be Allmark, Swayman. Allmark, depending on their performance, if Swayman stands on his head uh, and Allmark loses tonight, then perhaps they'll go back to Swayman on Saturday against the Florida Panthers. Uh, but for the time being, it's Allmark tonight against the Panthers, Swayman tomorrow against the Hurricanes. And we will, of course, on tomorrow's podcast, recap whatever happens tonight and then preview tomorrow's game against the Hurricanes. That is pretty much all you need to know in advance of tonight's game. No changes on the defensive side. Grizzlick, McAvoy, Riley, Carlo, and uh, Forbort and Clifton. If, uh, you know, the Bruins are up late in the game, you might see Forbort out there to help lock things down. If they're trailing, you'll see Grizzlick and McAvoy out there to help uh, the Bruins maybe get back into it or, or tie things up. In terms of Bruins scoring so far, Brad Marchand, who said he has yet to play his best hockey, has Seven points through four games, four goals, three assists. He's followed by David Posternak, two goals, three assists through four games. And then a few guys with three points, Hall, Coyle, Bergeron, Jake DeBrusque with two goals, uh, Forbort with a goal and an assist, Nosik with a goal and an assist, and then McAvoy with two assists. like to see him get uh, a bit more involved in the action as well. Matt Grizzlick, zero points through the season so far although he does have 12 shots on goal, which ranks second on the Bruins. So it's only a matter of time before one of those shots sneaks through the net. So yeah, Bruins, Panthers, 
tonight live from Florida. I believe the game is uh, on Nessun as well as the NHL Network. Uh, and you can follow along at ENC McLaren or at Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter uh, for some game reaction from that one as well. Check out the YouTube page for um, a video following that. So, yeah, let's talk for a moment about Rock Auto. It's the fastest uh, and best place to get all your auto parts needs met. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could need for brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Uh, We uh, encourage you to go explore their easy-to-use website and find the solutions for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now the big story in the NHL yesterday, of course, revolved around the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, There was an investigation into sexual assault allegations in involving their former video coach, Brad Aldridge, back in 2010. And uh, to their credit, they released the findings of that investigation, and it resulted in everybody who is still with the team from that 2010 uh, championship run to be removed, including general manager Stan Bowman, who stepped aside. Uh, He was the team president and general manager. Uh, He stepped aside Following the release of the details of the investigation, uh, Senior VP of Hockey Operations Al McIsaac was also relieved of his duties. Uh, The news was announced in a press briefing that included Blackhawks Chairman Rocky Wirtz, uh, CEO Danny Wirtz, and Jenner and Block Lead Investigator Reed Shar. Now, the Blackhawks were also fined $2 million for the organization's inadequate internal procedure an insufficient, untimely response in handling of this matter. Aldrich left the Blackhawks following the 29, sorry, 2009-2010 season, although he was allowed to participate in Stanley Cup celebrations. He had his day with the Cup, all while, uh, you know, John Doe had come forward with these allegations, and he was also still with the team. Now... Of concern to me is, well, first of all, that $2 million fine is uh, pretty weak considering uh, punishments levied on the New Jersey Devils for the Ilya Kovalchuk contract, uh, on the Arizona Coyotes for subverting the combine process. Uh, But also what's troubling is that uh, Winnipeg Jets GM Kevin Sheveldayoff and Florida Panthers head coach Joel Quenville were all involved in uh, discussions about the allegation and how to deal with it uh, during the Stanley Cup final in May uh, of 2010. Both of them this summer said they had first heard about the allegations just recently. And uh, so both of them, you know, out and out lied. And uh, Joel Quenville uh, reportedly, you know, according to the investigation, 
chose to put it off so as not to be a distraction during the cup run. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman intends to meet with Cheveldayoff and Quenville in the near future uh, to see about any possible retribution. But for my money, it, it behooves the Jets and the Panthers to take action as well. It'll be very odd to watch tonight's game and see Quenville behind the bench and just pretend that uh, that nothing has happened. Now, the full 177-page report, uh, based on interviews with 139 people, has been released to the public. It does contain graphic and disturbing details, so warning before you click on that link. And, but yeah, again, it reveals the Blackhawks ultimately put winning a championship over pursuing prompt action against a sexual predator on the club, which is, quite frankly, uh, very disgusting. They uh, didn't go to the police when they did finally act. Aldrich was given the choice of stepping down or being subjected to uh, an internal investigation. He got severance pay, a bonus, a day with a cup, complimentary reference letter from Quenville. Uh, Almost four years later, he was sentenced to nine months in jail and five years probation on criminal sexual conduct charges stemming from an alleged uh, incident with a high school player. So, you know, the Blackhawks fail to protect their player. They fail to protect uh, people in the future, and they chose to cover it up for years. And uh, all credit to TSN's Rick Westhead and the Athletics' Katie Strang for bringing this to light. And hopefully Quenville, Shovel Day Off are held to account for their roles in this as well. Uh, in other news, the Seattle Kraken won their first home game last night, beating the Canadians 5-1. The Canadians dropped to 1-6-1, I believe, on the season. Uh, and related lead, Canadians winger Jonathan Drouet said sideline teammate Shea Weber is basically retired, though he hasn't officially uh, done so. So that will, will, of course, only... I mean, he wasn't expected to play the season as it was, uh, but uh, that will certainly uh, be detrimental to the Canadians in the future, and they are now without a captain, of course. Anyways, that is today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much for making it your first listen every day. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of tonight's game and a preview of the Hurricanes game. And, uh, yeah, I hope you all are having a great week. Happy Wednesday. We'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.